0: Good morning. Welcome to the weekly roundtable. C-SPAN here. A couple of announcements, and then we'll get right into today's topic. So you're going to hear me say it. I don't do featurettes. But if I did do featurettes, the first one would be to make sure you get signed up for the F3 10-year. My next one would be just a special shout-out to my man, Tolkien. Um, the Grow Rock 17 video launched last night. If you haven't, uh, haven't taken a look at that yet, make sure you jump on there. Um, there are a lot of watch parties and stuff last night. Take a look at it. When we talk about going to a Grow Ruck, you'll understand a little bit more what we're talking about, and then, um, you know, we still have three events coming up. Get signed up. Get involved. It's a, uh, it's a great, great time. Hopefully, the, uh, hopefully the movie gives you a better understanding of what you're getting yourself into, and, uh, and they are a really good time. So, all right, jumping into today's topic, we got the freed-to-bleed crew in today. So, let's start with the easy stuff first. Uh, Ray Me, who EH'd you? How long you been doing F3? All
1: right. Uh, spoons in F3 Metro EH'd me in the uh, second week of January 2012. There's a big expansion program. Uh, started at Cherokee. Um, spent a little bit of time at AG. Got hurt. Um, and I kind of launched the core program starting in August of 12 we're coming to one eight years at core um, so that's kind of my story uh, we've got uh, six core workouts a week in Metro right now um, and it's kind of a probably late 40s to early 70s crowd that uh, gets out there and gets it done in the morning
0: yeah and you know um, I guess we should we should just kind of brush up on a little bit after when you started core and metro that was kind of like an unheard of idea and so i, I should have given you sh- a shout out for that so first of all shout out to spoons for and you but then shout out to you for starting this what metro calls core and you just want to define that for the pod packers or what the core um with that core group um, yeah it's
1: kind of is. changed over the years um uh when i i went to to, uh, I actually got injured at AG, and then I developed I had prostate cancer. So I was out for uh, about six to eight weeks, and I came back, and I'm like, I'm 59 years old. I, I just can't keep up. So I said, can we do F3 for old guys? And uh, Dredd and uh, the leadership came back and said, nah, we really don't want to do that. But we've got a lot of guys that are coming off of, of IR and and, and need. Something um, of low impact and no and and less running or no running, and uh, he said they said would you be willing to help start that or lead it? And I said I've never led anything in my life, but uh, so Crotch Rocket got me out there and the first week he did fifty minutes and I did ten. And the next week he did thirty and I did thirty and he looked at me then in the parking lot and he goes, "You got this." And that was it. And so we were off and running. Um, core is, is really more about uh, an AO where there's not a lot of running. Um, we uh, we use a lot of kettlebells, um, and uh, we have different workouts. Although we actually do have a two core running groups now that uh, run about twelve, about uh, three miles, three to four miles uh, during the workout. So um, it's grown a little bit. Hope yeah, that that kind of hits you some what we do, but uh, it, it, it's a little bit of a slower um, boot camp where, you know, most boot camps might cover two to two and a half miles and still do everything. Uh, we try to keep it be, be below one to one and a half miles at best. Yeah, and
0: if, uh, if you're ever in Metro, I, I always tell everybody, I love Metro workouts where everybody's hustling. I also like those because that is the, the fellowship and the second effort at, at those is phenomenal. So you, uh, you want to get uh, – you better make sure you, uh, you have your pride in place because those guys really will tease you and get after you, um, especially with kettlebells and everything else. If you show up with light bells, they'll get on you. So just a shout-out oh, yeah. to you for getting that started. So let's, uh, let's cool. go over to
2: um, Van Winkle. Who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? Oh, uh, I've been doing it about seven years. eh by Nardog, a guy I worked with, and I'd heard about it. But I showed up really on my own at a um, a, a non-CORE workout. Um, just about killed me, and I didn't go back for a year. And so when I went back, I went back to CORE, and, and thus my nickname, Van Winkle. Uh, so I've been doing probably CORE now six, seven years, and love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Van
0: Winkle, I think um – you know, everybody who's uh, watching social media and Free to Bleed has just exploded all over our uh, social media. And obviously, uh, doing all the right things for our communities is uh, part of what we do For as, as F3 men. Why don't you start by telling the podpaxers, how did we get here? How did Free to Bleed get started? And uh, uh, let's take it from there.
2: Yeah, it really, it really started with... Um a great deal of confidence that if F3 is ever asked to do anything, we, we step up to the challenge. So this this happened with uh, my sister who works at one of the hospitals. I had heard that there was a pretty significant blood shortage just about the time the COVID pandemic started. So I reached out to the executive director of the local Red Cross, whom I know through uh, some business connections, and she said at the time they really didn't have a shortage but they anticipated it would occur, particularly once the hospitals opened up for elective surgery and and, they were treating things other than COVID. And she asked if we could just be prepared in case she called later on. So about a month and a half later, she called and said, sure enough, there's a pretty significant shortage. And could we mobilize a group to have a drive? And I said, sure, let's do it. And Worked with the Red Cross. They were fantastic to work with, by the way. They helped get the website set up for our appointments, uh, all the social media. They were right on top of it. Uh, Do-re-me, I, I contacted him and said, hey, you think we can do this? And, and we decided we could. So he provided the location at his office, and within about three weeks' time, we had it all set up and organized, and we had the uh, uh, drive filled up. It took us about a week to fill the drive up, actually, in terms of the appointment slots. And kind of a bit of a side note is when we started setting up our goal, Red Cross said, well, your goal is 25 units. We're going to give you 32 slots because it's going to take you 32 appointments just to get 25 people to show up because you'll have no shows and you'll have people that show up and they won't be eligible. And I kind of thought, "Eh, I don't think you know F3. When they commit, they commit hard. And uh, sure enough, we had every single slot taken. Everybody showed up. We had only one ineligible the day of the drive. We were able to quickly call someone else and say, hey, can you show up? And sure enough, that person took the extra slot. So um, we had 34 units collected uh, the first drive out of a goal of 25. So it worked out really well. Dude,
0: that's awesome. That's a great That's a great testimony right there to the power of three. Well, I, I guess I should have also done this when I did intros. Uh, Dill Ramey is our current record holder, um, and he, I'm going to let him explain that a little bit. But Dill Ramey, if uh, for the podcasters to listen, um, how do you how do you get how do you get this started? If uh, if a if a leadership team wants to get this started in their area, why don't you take it from there? But I also want to make sure we get your uh, you know your record out there because I know guys are going to want to challenge you on that one.
1: So I, there's a couple ways. Um, I think the, the one of the best ways is, is get on Twitter and follow at F3 Freed to Bleed. Um, you can also follow me. It's at F3 Doremi. that's D-O-R-E-M-I, um, and that's gonna. We can we can hook you up with some links. You can DM me, um, uh, Ron. I'll probably give you his his Twitter too. Um, but you can also go on SleevesUpRedCross.org uh, um, and instead of putting in a zip code, you put in F3 and uh, that will take you to the site. Um, the Red Cross has been great as far as providing us with links and, uh, and they make this thing pretty simple. Um, and so as far as the, uh, the, the record I'm holding right now, Uh, When we started the blood drive, one of the first guys to donate was uh, Grizzly, who's the uh, Metro Nantan. Pretty competitive guy, and he comes in, and the first thing he says is, well, we we discovered that the Red Cross, uh, when you donate blood, there's a scale that sits beside the uh, cot, and there's a timer, and so everybody that donates has a time associated with that. It's automatically recorded. And as soon as Grizz found that out, he goes, where's the whiteboard? Let's get a whiteboard up here. Let's get on the board. He posted, I think, a 4.05 four maybe, four minutes and five seconds. i would never donated blood in my life. I posted a 3.25, and that is currently the, the, uh, the record um, in the five to six drives that we've had right now. So all you guys out there that have a little competition in you, see if you can donate uh, a pint of blood faster than a 67-year-old guy who'd uh, only done it, well, two times now because we had our second drive uh, last week. Yeah, that's an awesome story.
0: And um, Van Winkle, I, I think maybe we want to. I know there's some guy. I'm one of them. There's some guys who can't give um, can't give blood. Do you want to um, kind of talk about what the second F has kind of launched into with these drives?
2: Sure. It that was really the surprising part of this is how strong the second F uh, has been. And there are so many things that someone can do without donating blood. There's so many you know, we have volunteers checking temperatures, checking uh donors in, uh helping with the setup, the breakdown, the um uh snacks, the beverages, and then just hanging out. Uh, and, and that's uh, we were surprised that some people would you know, show up to volunteer or even donate, but they'd just hang out all day and just talk. It was just a really strong second F and so I, I wouldn't let the fact that you're ineligible to donate be a deterrent in terms of being involved. In fact, candidly, I didn't think I was eligible to donate either. So when I when I initially signed up to lead the drive, I thought that I'll be just doing nothing but the volunteer part and not donating. And it turns out I eventually found out that I was eligible to donate. So I participated in that respect as well. But there's a lot to do. And but the second F was probably the most surprising part of this. And frankly what led us to say, hey, let's, we can share this with others. Uh, you know, there have been other uh, blood drives in F3 regions uh, long before we, we were doing it. I think the, the power of this is how, how much fun it is, how easy it is to set up, and the fact that we're, we're tailor-made for this to be a, a national-type cause because we can do this very easily through our, our communication and our commitment. And the second F is just the one thing that kind of, it's the glue that holds it together.
1: If I could yeah, and, uh, finish. Yeah, go ahead, ben, join um, You know, when we, when we started putting this together, um, we thought it'd be maybe a one shot or a two shot deal. And then after we finished Ben, Winkle goes, you know, maybe maybe we can do this like, in our region, in, in North and South Carolina, and I'm like, well, maybe we can go a little bit bigger than that. Let's think about the nation. Uh, so so two things to that point. One, we've set a goal to, re- to, to donate 10,000 pints of blood to the Red Cross um, in celebration of F3's 10-year anniversary. But I think bigger than that, I hope what comes out of this is that this should be and can be and, and I think should be an ongoing operation. That it, it, this is something F3 can do from now on is to have these blood drives in our regions to give back in just another way that, uh, you know, the, the, the hymns in the world can do it and help others, save a life, uh, have some fun, uh, organize, take leadership roles. It's, it's what we do, and, and the mission of the Red Cross aligns very well with uh with ours as far as helping out and reaching out and uh and doing for others. So. Yeah,
0: and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to reinforce what you just said there. 10,000 is uh, 10,000. That means uh, we've got that many guys, and the one nice thing is there are some pretty uh, high-speed, low-drag kind of restrictions on how often you can donate, Um, and 10,000 is a real number. I think that's great for the 10-year anniversary um i think you guys set a perfect goal so only way we're going to get there is everybody getting involved though and so i think uh the shout outs there get involved get your region involved um make it happen well let's let's go around um van winkle i'm going to hand it back to you tell me um you know for the for the listeners Kind of any final thoughts, any words of wisdom as you're uh, as they're setting this up? Anything you've learned? Any truth nuggets you want to throw
2: out there? Well, I'll say this: it was it was easier than I thought it would be, and it was more enjoyable than I thought it would be because I, I I I've never done this before, and this was an opportunity to to really uh, do something that challenged me a, a bit, um, and it was it was more um, I, I guess it was just a lot easier than I thought. And what I would say is uh, the key is finding a location. That's the one thing that we tend to struggle with a little bit, and COVID makes it more difficult, is what's an appropriate location. Some of the regions that have had drives have been able to hold them at churches that have allowed their, uh, you know, use their fellowship hall or whatever. Obviously, in in our case, we used DeRay office. Uh, So once you get the location, the rest of it flows pretty easily. Again, the Red Cross is excellent to work with. I'd say the first step is, first of all, find someone that's willing to kind of step off the ledge a little bit and lead it. Uh, it's not a terribly time-consuming process. It takes just a few hours to kind of get it all set up, find the location. And then at that point, it's just a matter of really letting the packs know that, hey, this is out there, and let's sign, the, let's sign up for it. Uh, we found that part to be. Very, very easy, frankly, is getting the uh, the word out and getting some excitement generated among the, among the people. Um, the Red Cross, again, uh, I, I don't think we've mentioned this specifically, but we're part of a Sleeves Up campaign as well. So it doesn't just have to be F3, guys. Uh, you can go to the Sleeves Up, search for F3, and on there you can donate not only at an F3 drive, but you can donate in any Red Cross drive under the name of F3, and it can also be family members as well. So we've had several that have not been able to actually be at the on-site drive, but they've donated elsewhere uh, as part of the F3 drive. Uh, So that's just something, I think, a little nugget to throw out there, that in case you you want to donate, you want to help the Red Cross, you want to help F3, but you can't be at the actual drive, there are other ways to donate as well.
0: Yeah, and that would be applicable to any of our guys who are mustard seeds or small regions that they aren't going to be able to get the the minimum requirement. They just can Absolutely. jump on somebody yeah. else's blood drive and donate on their F three. That's a exactly. yeah, good yeah. truth nugget there.
2: Yeah, so it's a sleeve all you have to do is really just look search for sleeves up and then put F three and it'll take you right to the page. We have a dedicated F three page for sleeves up campaign. Perfect. All right. Dill me. What kind of truth nuggets you got for everybody
0: today?
1: Um, I think the biggest things, like Ron said, it's it, it's very seamless with Red Cross. Um, when they show up, uh, we our both our drives were a ten to two drive. They show up at ten minutes to nine. Uh, we open the doors up. They roll in with all their stuff. They set it up. They bring water. They bring snacks. Um, we get thirty two people in here, and by quarter to three. They're gone, and, and, and there's really no cleanup to do. Um, we have had, interestingly enough, one of our guys, uh, Charcoal, his, his daughter who posted a little bit with us on, uh, on Sunday when we run, briquette, um, sold uh, some cookies and is donating the money raised uh, to the Red Cross. So there's just so many ways for, for PACs and their families to get involved in something like this. And it just takes that somebody taking the initiative to say, you know, I'm going to do that. And uh, and then find a second guy that will help you and support you. Uh, I've always heard that, that any mission that somebody in f wants to take on, if they can get another guy, uh, it usually happens. And so, packed out there, help us. Let's get 10,000 pints. We can do this. Uh, we can have fun doing it. And... Um, we're going to save some lives. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line of what this does. This is about saving people's lives. Um, you can donate every eight weeks uh, except for the Power Red. I think you have to go 12 weeks, Ron. Is that correct?
2: Uh, so, well, I think it's actually uh, 16 weeks for Power Red. So Power Red is where it's a longer process. It's still, you know, you're sitting, it's just one donation, but it counts for two units because they're taking red blood cells out. So they're putting... Fluid back in, so there's just a little bit longer process, but uh, the power red, I think, has to wait a, a, I believe it's um, 112 days, or whatever that equates to.
1: Uh, I do not have any guidance on how to uh, expedite or, or accelerate uh, your, your bloodletting. Um, first time I was a three minute, 25 seconds, the second time I was five minutes and one second. Uh, I will say this if you If you give with your right arm the first time, stick with your right arm. I got stuck twice uh last Saturday because my left arm wouldn't wouldn 't give any blood at all. <laughs> it's an interesting process, and it'll be fun. Join us.
2: And just another little nugget for for what it's worth, they're uh, they're now testing the blood for the COVID antibodies, uh, which was an interesting little addition to it. For the se- the second drive, they were able to do that for us, so we found out if we've been exposed to COVID yet. Very cool, gentlemen. I uh, I I just can't you know on behalf of the
0: nation, uh, thank you both for uh, pushing this, getting it started. Like I said, I I I know regions have done. Uh, small drives on their own, but to organize this and push it out across the nation, I've just tea claps to both of you. you. I'm going to do uh, a couple more requests. The first one is it's F3 free to Bleed is the Twitter handle. All the pod
1: should go follow. And, right, then, and it uh, is. The word two tw- is spelled out. It's not a two like, uh, like the book. So, yep. And then um, the next
0: one
2: was... It's F3 Dilray Me?
0: Yes. And then Van Winkle, what do would you have a Twitter handle?
2: Yeah, it's Van Winkle F three.
0: Van Winkle F three. Right. Excellent. Gentlemen, uh thank you so much for both uh being guests on the round table. Um I think we will probably have to as we get closer to the tenure, year, we'll probably have to get some status checks so I can make sure I keep everybody updated. Um I guess when we hit the 5,000, somebody's going to have to text me so I can make sure I get it out there. We'll have to get you guys on the COT podcast just to give some updates as we uh, as we get closer to 10,000. So appreciate both of you high-impact men making a difference in your communities. Everybody else, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks again. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Steve, man.